episode of the Havlo, oh, Havlo, sorry, a little coffee got comment there. Havlo Havlo Travel Podcast. I am your co-host, Kevin Allen, with me as always here today. Catherine Toth Fox and I am the only other person here today. We have no guests. It's just you and me. Yes, Cat and I. I mean, we, you know, we had a we had Kirsten on last episode. If you want to I check know, that, that out, that was really fun. TikTok. I totally fun. went deep. I went deep on her YouTube page, by the way. Oh, did you now? I did. I learned yeah. a lot about Kirsten. I've, I learned a lot about youth culture. Um, talking. You are about. part of youth culture. You know, right. That's you're not wrong, but I feel like they talk in a different way. Like, I don't know, you know, every generation I feel like has its own slang. Um, I felt like when she was saying some words and stuff, I was like, wow, I actually don't even know what that means, you know? So like I'm what? Thinking, oh, like using cringe a lot, but in like ways that I'm not familiar with. Um, I was talking to my girlfriend's 14 year old brother um, and he was <laughs> saying some stuff that I'd literally never heard of before. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Just like this episode of the Have a Little Hubble Travel podcast. Oh. Episode number 67. I know. We are here. Um, I know. Amazing. We've, we're getting close to uh, three years. That's right. We're, we're getting there. I mean, I think You're maybe. You're still next, employed. That's amazing. Next March, I know. But yeah, one of these days, it's just going to be cat. And then you'll know what happens. Just me. Um, before we get into the podcast, though, we should say a couple of things. One, thanks for all of you to all of you who listen. Uh, I know we have some regulars who tune in. Um, every other week. So thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. If you haven't, please do so. Um, and also we have a photo contest going on. I believe when this podcast airs, it'll be like a week or so left in the photo please. contest. So please, true. yeah, please head over to hawaiimagazine.com backslash shop. I think we'll take you directly to our Shopify site where you can enter your photos and we did extend the deadline not extend how do you it's not really extend the deadline we like we moved the date that you could submit photos that you could submit photos taken from back so right you have an extra year i guess right because we know a lot of you guys weren't able to travel during covid and normally with the photo contest we only allow photos from like within the year um that you right. to uh, submit but you know we know a lot of people weren't able to travel so it's even if you have old photos from you know a couple of years ago look at look at the specific photo contest rules but there's a pretty good chance you'll be able to submit submit them also we haven't had that many submissions uh this photo contest little peek behind the curtain so your chances of winning are even higher like yeah and you know it's i mean every year we give away basically a free trip to hawaii so this right. time around it's to oahu you you get two round trip uh, tickets on Alaska Airlines, um, really to anywhere Alaska Airlines flies, um, and a four-day, three-night stay with an ocean view suite, FYI, at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Waikiki Beach on Oahu. So, I mean, it's worth it. Um, yeah, yeah the, let me look at the contest. It ends on August, October 17, but you can go back and send us photos that were taken all the way up until January 1st, 2018. So, almost two full years before COVID. Right. Um, yeah. So anyway, we're just kind of putting it out there. We'll probably do another shout out on the next podcast, but um, these are great prizes. I mean, for real. Yeah, even the first place prize or even the first place prize for each specific categories, um, you know, are, are really good prizes. And, and yeah, we have a bunch of categories that you can choose from. So, um, you know, definitely try to 
put a few photos in every different category and that'll definitely help you help your chances. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. So speaking of uh, upcoming stuff, upcoming things, um, we have an upcoming thing, Catherine. No, it's already, oh. it already up and came. <laughs> Our digital oh. issue. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? You caught me. That wasn't a good segue. I was trying too hard. I was really trying yeah. to force it in there. That didn't work out for me that yeah. time. But yeah, we have a, a digital issue out right now. Cat, where can they find the digital issue? Oh, I don't know. It's not okay, I was asking you because I didn't know. Oh, I know where it is. Well, first of all, if you folks are, um, if you have our app, our That's right. app, which you can download on, you know, in the Apple Store or in uh, Google Play for your phone, you can access. It's free. It's free to. It's free to download. And also, right now, because we're not. Um, doing our print issue, all of our back issues are free, um, and our digital exclusive issues are free, so you can find it there. Right. Um, if not, you can go to hawaiimagazines.com. We do have a story um, about our digital issue, so you can click on that, and there's a direct link to a platform called Issue, I-S-S-U-U, um, where you can read it on your desktop yeah. or on your phone. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, I feel like we get this question a lot is like, where did Hawaii magazine go? Like, I know you guys aren't printing anymore. Like where, where is the magazine? Uh, yeah, we, this is our second digital issue. Um, we've, we've transitioned to digital, um, right. Just for the time being, we're on a temporary hiatus. Um, so yeah, you can still get a lot of Hawaii magazine content. If you really like our old print magazine, I mean, we're definitely mirroring these digital issues to kind of look like our print magazine. Um, so if you really, miss that style of content, um, you know, I think, I think this is kind of the place for you to go. And we just wanted to kind of promote and talk about our September, October digital issue, the one that uh, was recently released. Um, and just talk about a couple of the stories that we worked on, you know, maybe some really interesting features that I think you guys would like our listeners. Um, obviously, if you're planning a trip to Hawaii, I think there's some really valuable information in here. Um, we have a whole lot of itineraries and places to stay. But but we can kind of get into that. Um, Kat, I know this is kind of throwing you on the spot, but did you have a favorite story that you worked on for this digital issue? Oh, um, I mean, I can talk a little bit about the genesis of our issue because it was a little challenging. Okay, that um, doesn't answer my question, but that's fine. No, Go it on. doesn't, but it, I mean, but it's like, it, it'll, it'll, I mean, I'll talk about it. I'm but kidding, I'm kidding. It's called the Aloha issue. And I mean, I'll be honest, like this is a little bit of like, I came back up with story that. of the issue. Yes, you did, Kevin. I came up um, with the Aloha issue. And then yeah. they they're like, okay, we'll keep you for another year. You've done well, yeah. <laughs> you've done your job. Six months. Um, I think so. It was challenging because when we were in production for this, um it was we okay, we started talking about this issue when right around summertime. We we were right. gonna launch it in the summer initially and but there was so many people coming that it didn't almost seem like it was necessary and just as you know just information fyi our summer issues you would think they would do super well on newsstands and they do well but it's a challenge because a lot of people have already planned their summer vacations and they don't need hawaii magazine necessarily as a need, planning guide why would you need a hawaii magazine when you're in hawaii? when you're already here yeah, yeah exactly that's exactly. so it's tricky when we're in the midst of like a really are like a booming tourism sort of season to put out content that, you know, 
I don't know, that people are going to just browse through at home when they're probably on vacation already. So right. we we were thinking about that. Um, we weren't sure. We, I think none of us really anticipated how busy summer was going to be in Hawaii. It was busy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was there's definitely a part of it to where like we've been in COVID and lockdown for a long time. So maybe mm-hmm. we forgot what it was like to have a lot of people on island. But also there was a lot of a lot of people, like a lot more than I like to think it's more than normal, but you know, when you look at the numbers between like how many people are flying in now versus like peak peak travel before COVID, I think we're actually still below that number right now, but it's a lot well, of people. It's a, it's a, and it's a different like diversity of people. Right. Um, I think the US traveler is very different than an Asian traveler, for example. Right. Um, a lot of it is because when visitors from China or Korea or Japan come, they do tend to be in groups and they do tend to get on a bus and get sort of, you know, uh, driven around to all the popular right. destinations. When you have U.S. travelers who are really comfortable traveling, obviously they speak English, um, they'll, they're what we call free and independent travelers. They just go everywhere. Right. So I think, um, I think we've, saw more visitors than we normally would and they were kind of everywhere yeah Um, and bringing that back kind of to the issue I remember for a long time with the cover we were trying to figure out what the cover line should be you know we were thinking about the welcome back issue that was that was the original cover line because a Mm -hmm. COVID cases were getting pretty low at the time when we were thinking of that cover line we thought you know there was like that weird two-week period where everyone was like okay I think it's over. I think COVID's done, you know, and then that wasn't the case, obviously. Um, But we were thinking about the welcome back issue. And then we saw all these people here and we realized we don't welcome welcome them back. They're already back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's kind of where the impetus for this, the cover line, the Aloha issue, because we want to welcome you back. But we also, you know, Aloha is such a, I think this is how I was pitching it to you guys. Aloha can be such a vague term. It can be aloha for coming back, just aloha for being here. Aloha is, you know, for goodbye. And also just showing aloha to the island, to the residents and showing that kind of respect, which I know is kind of like a hot topic right now, especially in Hawaii tourism is like or travel, you know, it's showing respect for the island and the residents. So we kind of wanted to cover almost all of that uh, just mm-hmm. with the aloha issue. That's oh, yeah. And it was interesting because, you know, part of what the purpose of this this issue was, was to help people plan their Hawaii vacation. We understand a lot of people had to cancel their trips back in 2020. Um, You know, people postponed it. And then there's this pent up like demand to get out and do something. And Hawaii has always sort of had up until the Delta variant, very low positivity rates. We've had very low COVID cases. Um, So we became sort of like an ideal destination. We're still within the United States, right? So um, our, our, um, our travel program with the state was doing really well. So, you know, it was like, it seemed like a good time. And then the Delta, so we're in the middle of putting this thing together. And then the Delta variant, like just throws it off. And we see numbers, I mean, we're seeing numbers. At one point we were hitting like a thousand new cases a day. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of blowing our minds. And then we were like, oh, my God, are we going to go back to another shutdown? How can we publish an issue if there's going to be like a shut? Like we it was yeah. like literally day to day that we didn't know what was going to happen in Hawaii. Like we just didn't know. Yeah. 
but it was crazy. I know you were, you were just a ball of anxiety. Yeah. Well, and then the governor comes out and it's like, okay, don't come to Hawaii. Like unless you've got essential business purpose to be here. And I'm like, oh, great. So now we're going to tell people like, we want you to come, but not right now. Like that's not a cover line. And I think, you know, I think just speaking of the content of the magazine, I think your editor's letter, um, you know, it was a really interesting read where you did kind of have to talk, tackle uh, this very specific um, and kind of, you know, complicated situation. Um, so I actually, I really recommend if you if you do check out our digital issue to read the editor's letter. I think it really does cover, I don't know, I thought it was very well written and it was a very hard topic to, to handle. So, you know, if you kind of want to get into the mind, I guess, of what it's like being a, a travel magazine editor in a place where the governor literally said, don't come here. I know. Uh, also, we're not shutting down businesses and you still got to support businesses. And, you know, his economy is still very dependent on visitors. Right. Um, if you want to get that, see that kind of mindset, you know, yeah, read the editor's letter. Um, yeah, I think this is a good time to start talking about what's in the magazine. Um, okay. As you can tell, there was a lot going on in the planning of it. Um, you know, we're still not fully comfortable with the making digital issues. There was just a lot of aspects going on. But I think in my in my unbiased opinion, I think the issue came out really well. I thought we have some I think we have some really great stories in here, especially for people planning their trips and looking mm-hmm. for things like alternative accommodations. That's a big one that we wanted to tackle, as well as just alternatives to um, to very populated and very crowded um, visitor attractions. Um, so Kat, what'd you want to jump into first? I mean, what well, did you have We address, I mean, so anybody who's planning a trip to Hawaii either this year or, or next year, and mind you, things are going to change all the time. Um, I think we do lay out how the Hawaii that you're probably accustomed to that you've visited in the past, it, while much of it is still here, obviously like the mountains didn't go away, but, um, the way you can access things is changed a little bit. Um, there will likely be more reservation systems, I would imagine, in place, even right. beyond um, this podcast. And we already have that. You see that at Haena State Park on Kauai. You see that at um, Hanauma Bay. And I think those kinds of um, structures are going to be something the the new visitor needs to like just get used to. Also... Yeah. COVID has made things sort of complicated. We have, you know, we still have a mask mandate. We have an indoor and outdoor limit on gatherings. No weddings right now. You can't have a wedding or a funeral. And you need your vaccine card to get into restaurants. You need your vaccine card. I actually had to do that recently. Really? Yeah, I went to a bar um, with a couple of friends and they asked us at the door for our vaccine cards. And fortunately, I had brought it, you know, I just thought it might have I think it went into place like that you know Monday or something or that week and yeah you have to show your vaccine card or yeah you can show a picture of it on your phone as well or you can use the app I think there's an app in place for it now but yeah there's a lot going on there's a lot of changes so that was addressing the issue and then we did talk about you know alternatives so you know um, I think our two main features are about that we looked at really popular visitor stops on Oahu, like Leonard's Bakery. I mean, I think we've talked about this like at length, but um, there's the line now is ridiculously long. You, yeah, you're like a, you're a somewhat of a regular at Leonard's. Oh yeah. And you he, know, 
pre-pandemic, the lines weren't never that long. I mean, part oh, of it really is, long. yeah, part of it is they don't allow as many people inside the bakery because of social distancing requirements. But even Just, then, like, it goes like around the bakery and like up the street. It's up crazy. The street. Yeah. So that's kind of, I think, the jumping off point for that story. So we thought, okay, here's a really popular place or Hanauma Bay. It's hard to get. It's really hard to get in that reservation system. I mean, it sells out in seconds sometimes. It's insane. So if you you can't get to Hanama Bay or you can't get to Leonard's or whatever, we came up with alternatives um, that are just as good, if not maybe even surpass. Right. Um, Right. So it's just giving people alternatives. Yeah, I don't want to give any away really right now, but, um, you know, you you can check the issue for that. Um, but I definitely, if there was one I want to give away, uh, okay. it's the one that I got to surf at. <laughs> Is it, oh, was, yeah, that was fun. We both got to surf there. We both got to surf. Yeah, this was my favorite uh, part of uh, making the issue is that, um, yeah, so, you know, a lot of times people recommend going to Waikiki Beach to learn how to surf. But, you know, Waikiki Beach is always crowded, always super packed. But now more than ever, I mean, pretty much all surf spots on island are are incredibly busy. Um, so we were, we recommended to go to uh, White Plains Beach. Um, which is kind of not super far down the West coast, but just kind of right, right there. Um, which you was had never been before, right? I had never been before. And I got to say it was super fun. Um, and fun. definitely not as crowded. I mean, it was, there was people there, but it was not as crowded as Waikiki. Um, and the parking was easier. There were so many stalls in the parking lot that had a shower and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I thought it was a, a really great alternative. Um, and definitely kind of what I was thinking for that piece also, I got to surf for like an hour and a half in the morning, and that was really nice. We both got to surf. I've surfed. Oh, Ami. Ami. Hello, Ami. Gosh, she always knows when we're recording. I feel like she just, she's looking for her moment in the spotlight. She is. Ami, you got to go. She doesn't know anything about alternatives. You're starting um, to look like Ami, by the way, like your hair. Oh, yeah. We, we kind of match, don't we? Yeah. He A little bit. Too. She is my child. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that was super fun. I've actually got to surf with you a couple times for work, which is weird. Yeah, why? Why is that weird? I don't know. It's it's our job, but you know, our job was was surfing that day, and uh, I was the model, as always. Yeah, as always. As always. Whatever. Um, yeah, one of my, I mean, I think, yeah, kind of going down this alternatives route, I really enjoyed um, actually the design, uh, but also writing the content for um, our unique stays feature. That was really fun. That was super fun. So that's kind of where we took a bunch of, instead of, you know, staying at your traditional hotels or Waikiki, um, you know, kind of, the, and there's nothing wrong with, with that. You know, if you enjoy no. those hotels, you know, you're right. central place, but we wanted to give you some fun kind of out of left field alternatives um, for if you have, you know, any accommodations or anything like that. And, you know, this covers all islands. We made sure to, to cover all islands for this, but one of hey, I just want to say our designer, uh, Christine, Labrador. She did a fantastic job on this piece. Um, I thought it looked really good, really sleek. Um, just want to shout that out. But also, I had a really good time um, doing one of my unique stays, not the haiku house, um, which is a different one, but the camper van one. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So one of the unique stays um, on Oahu is staying in a camper van. Um, and I got to go and see the camper van. I didn't actually get to stay in it, but I got to go see it. And it was a very strange experience getting to this photo shoot 
because we initially we had thought we were going to meet the guy just at like a public beach park and he was going to park it right there because that was the oh, right. but instead it was like his business associates private lot where i guess you can rent it out for camping and stuff like this so if you actually had a camper van because that's kind of a question a lot of the time is where can you rent or where can you park your camper van to stay legally, legally. Right. and this was a private lot that you could stay at and it was like super it was me and our photographer aaron yoshino and it was like this super small little hidden driveway and you kind of come out of it and it's like a dirt road and all of a sudden you're just beachfront of a beach like super pristine and then yeah this guy in the camper van pulls up and there's like this not big cement platform that he was going to try to get the camper van onto and <laughs> getting up there was like a small ramp and getting up to it there was some sand and the camper van actually the rear tire fell off of the ramp oh my god <laughs> for a hot second uh <laughs> so that was a lot of fun um <laughs> Yeah, that was an interesting story. Um, but the photos came out really fantastic. Um, yeah, it did. It, yeah, that's that was by far uh, definitely one of my favorite parts about about the piece. Kat, you wrote uh, you wrote a couple of these properties as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, one of the ones. So we had a mix of like luxury. We had you know the espacio, which is like five thousand dollars a night. I mean, yeah. not to say that our you know the everyday person will stay here, but it it is a unique stay for right. sure. Um, but one of the ones that I pitched that we wrote about is a Koke'e cabins in a Koke'e oh, yeah. park on Kauai. So oh, I, adorable. well, it's rustic. I mean, okay. rustic is like a nice word. Um, when I turned, when did, when did I go there the last time? I think when I turned 40, I think my husband and I went up to Koke'e to stay, um, and do like hiking and bird watching and all that stuff. And um, we stayed there. So he and it, my husband's family has stayed at Koke'e State Park like years and like their whole upbringing. Oh, okay. um, they would do family vacations up there. Uh, and I thought it'd be kind of, it's different. I mean, it's it's not luxury the way like the Paul Mitchell estate or even the Haiku house on Maui. Right. This is very like, it's just maybe above camping. And also you can camp at Koke'e State Park, but there's like a fireplace, wood burning fireplace. Um, is there running water? Oh yeah, there's like okay. running water, electricity, and plumbing, and all that. I don't remember if the water was warm though. Oh, but maybe. But you have, to, you have to hike to get up in there, right? Like it's, no, 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 no. You oh, just no. drive up to the. Oh, okay. You know how we did that winding road, and Kayla got really sick getting right, to the yes. lookout. So right, you right, know right, that right. lookout where we saw nothing. Okay, uh, that is where the cabins are. Oh, interesting. Right there. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have there's to hike a, to get up there. You can just drive. No, 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 no. There's a gift shop. There's a restaurant that apparently is not open for dinner because we thought we we're going to have dinner there and it wasn't oh, open no. we to drive down that winding road all the oh. way to like Waimea to eat. That right, wasn't right, fun. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, but I just thought, you know, if you want an experience, like, I mean, you're not going to find an experience like that anywhere. I feel like to be that high in elevation, to be Definitely. among, you know, to be in this beautiful state park with all this wilderness surrounding you. Um, I just yeah. thought it was cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Super unique. I mean, I got to say, yeah, staying at a uh, haiku house as well or, um, was very unique. Um, you know, yeah, that sounded super luxy, right? Very it was, bougie, Kevin. I think that is also about a $5,000 a night, but pro tip, if you have like a huge family gathering, I mean, the house has nine bedrooms. 
So you can fit a lot of people in the house. I mean, it was expanded out by a pastor to hold like people from his church. So there's a lot of room. So if you can split it up, like, you know, 15 ways or something, you might be able to, you might be able to. 5,000 ways. Right. Yeah. You know, you got to do what you got to do, but it's highly worth it. I mean, the, yeah, the house is very, very nice. I mean, it's like, it's almost like you're in a museum. This is Haiku House on Maui. Um, It is really just a beautiful holly on the hill. It's like a museum. There's so much artifacts and furniture that were given. The home was previously owned by, oh, Alex Baldwin. Alexander Baldwin? Oh. You wrote the story, man. I always forget his name. Baldwin of Alexander and Baldwin, the sugar sugar kings (laughs) of Hawaii at a time. Okay. Um, But they were given like really really beautiful furniture by Hawaiian royalty that's just Henry Baldwin by any chance Henry Baldwin is his name thank you very much the furniture is still in the house so it's like you kind of got to walk around with a coaster wherever you go because you don't know like (laughs) oh this table was just given to them by like you know King Kamehameha the third yeah exactly there are pictures (laughs) of like King Kamehameha the third at like potlucks at the haiku house at Um, potlucks yeah, little barbecues. I don't know. It looks like a little potluck, some sort of yeah. gathering. Stanking sure, in the backyard. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't call it a potluck. I'm sure there wasn't like, there wasn't owl crater boys. And, <laughs> and he was, yeah, he was just skanking in the back. Oh, no, God. but yeah, it was, it was a really wonderful stay. So yeah, I mean, we have, you know, that's just a couple of the unique stays that we, that we wrote about in the piece. But I don't, again, I don't think we should give any more away. Um, I think another really interesting thing, if you're coming to Hawaii and you're looking to travel, is that we wrote um, 24-hour itineraries for every island. For every island, Actually, right. two for Hawaii Island, because the island is so big. Um, so we have one for um, Kona side, and then we have one for um, the other Hilo. side. Hilo. side. Hilo. It's my favorite side. I, I should remember that. Um, yeah, so I think those are really fantastic. Again, if you're really just looking to, like, plan out an itinerary you know when we write these itineraries it's not like just like a bunch of random things thrown in we actually make sure that you can feasibly drive from one place to the other still have enough time you know if you're at a beach we'll say spend more time here go to a restaurant um you know we think out these itineraries you know we we try to make them actually actually very useful for you guys so hopefully (laughs) hopefully you can use those as well we actually really uh, want you guys to print them out or, you know, save them on your phone or something like that, because it is a digital issue. You know, you don't have to like take a picture of the page or anything. You can actually just screenshot the itinerary um, on your phone, on your phone, or you can print it out as well. You know, whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah, there's a lot in this issue. It's, it's pretty jam packed. I mean, going back to like all our alternatives and the unique stays and even the itineraries, it's not to say that we don't want you to go to Leonard's or to Hanama Bay. It's no, not to if, if you can swing it, you should. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. And also, I mean, we assume that a lot of you are repeat visitors to Hawaii and maybe you've already been to Leonard's or you've been to Hanama Bay and maybe you want to try something different. So, right. I mean, I hate, I know it kind of comes off as like saying, no, don't go here, go here instead. But it's really just providing an alternative for for folks who are traveling to Hawaii and, you know, you may not get a reservation at Hanama Bay. So instead of just being upset about it, why don't you go to this other place? So um, yeah, take a look at it. And even the unique stays, I mean, these are not to say that you're going to be able to afford to stay there, but 
there are plenty of different ways to experience Hawaii um, that's not your typical vacation. And I think that's what we're trying to get across. You know, you don't have to follow um, the itinerary of old. I mean, Hawaii is evolving and there's so many new and interesting things going on. Um, yeah, just kind of be open-minded and adventurous. And uh, we're, we hope that our issue can help with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you guys can read all about it um, at all the places I cat listed. Uh, yeah, I'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll have a link to it in the show notes um, on hawaiimagazine.com if you want to check that out. I think that's all we're going to give away of the issue. Um, yeah, that's all. That's it. That's all. That's all you'll get. That's it. Are we're we done? Right we're done. We are done, son. Thank you all so much for listening to yet another episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. Please be sure to rate, like, and subscribe us on whatever social media platform you're listening to us on, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud. Give us a like, give us a comment. You know, it helps us know if you guys are enjoying the podcast. Um, absolutely. You can always send me questions for uh, anything at Kevin A, Kevin A at HawaiiMagazine.com. You know, we might do another Q&A episode here pretty soon. If, if we get enough questions, we always want to do that kind of content for you guys. For sure. Um, yeah, and you can find all of our content all of our articles, all everything we do digitally at hoimagazine.com. We have all of our social media platforms are at Hawaii Magazine. Um, that's Instagram, that's Pinterest, that's Facebook. That's everything. Oh, um, and right now we're doing our Reader's Choice um, voting. So go online, hoimagazine.com and vote for your favorite hikes and spas and yeah. surf breaks and what, whatever. Um, those results will be um, published next year, early next year. So yeah, yeah, please do that and vote for your favorites. It helps us come up with content if we know what you guys are interested in. So the more feedback we get from you, the better the content can be. So please vote. Please vote. Please vote and please enter our photo contest. Um, And that, yeah, the link for that will also be in the show notes as well. So hopefully that is, (laughs) hopefully that is convinced you to read our digital issue. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to yet another episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. And we will see you all again. See or talk to you all again in two weeks. Okay. All right. Mahalo. Bye-bye. See ya.